Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, he's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 8. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, we we had a bit of a, a set to, shall we say, between Zara and Olivia. It happened in <laughs> yesterday's episode a little bit, and then... It sort of carried on again today, didn't it? I mean, I've got to say, Dave, I'm not really a fan of either of the girls. I think the situation is Olivia didn't want Tom, but then all of a sudden she did. You know, she's with Harris, and then Zara and Tom are quite happy together, aren't they? I think, I don't know, Dave, I, 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 I've not got anybody in this this thing, I thought, come out of it very well. I thought Zara's delivery was bad, even though I think she was correct. And Olivia, I don't like at all, Dave. I just think she's been quite manipulative and just playing the game for screen time. Yeah, and I'm aware we've probably got some new listeners coming in as well. So you you probably, if if you're not already aware, I mean, I I certainly think all of this lot are bellends. (laughs) Just (laughs) at different ends of the bellend spectrum. And so... I, I think the phrase you were looking for is there's no horse in this race. You know, that one, it's yeah. just, I don't, I'm not vouching for anyone right now, but in this particular case, I empathize more with Zara. And I think this is going to be a really divisive one. Cause I saw quite a few comments that were like the other way, like saying, Oh, Zara's lost it and whatever. And she had, she'd absolutely lost it. But, Chris, this was almost like Maths Australia, right? Her namesake, Olivia, where she's goading and going after, oh, what's her name now? The one who smashed the glass, Dominica. Dominica, yeah. And then constantly after that, and then Carolina joined in the game as well, and she's goading her. It's like, oh, you're going to smash your glass now. And, And that's it then. Once you've lost your temper, you're fucked. But this isn't something I, that's just sparked up tonight. This has been coming for days. You know, this has been coming since the whole um, Two-Face thing, which, you know, Olivia's great at playing the victim here. It's like, oh, you know, it's, oh, I think it's the worst possible thing you could say about me and this, that, and the other. And then she's constantly going at her. And then Zara's being all apologetic initially, and always being kind of submissive with it and having to apologize for Olivia's dramatics. And then in the end, Olivia knows exactly what she's doing. You know, she pulls off Tom for a chat. <laughs> that sounds wrong. <laughs> she she takes him away for a chat and then she comes back and Zara's getting to the boiling point now and she's saying well what was all that about and then she's like oh i i believe in being private you know and she's got it's <laughs> like the fucking cat who's got the cream yeah, she yeah. knows she's got the gallery there she's got knobhead ron there and lara seems to be coupled up again it's the ogs sticking together so she knows that that she's got the gallery and that's just tip Zara over the edge then. And unfortunately, like I say, that, that does mean she instantly lost the argument then because she starts going at her. And I think that's what people, a lot of people are saying, you know, she's lost it, you know, 
but it had been coming and Olivia knew fucking exactly what she was doing. And before it happened, I said, here we go, run off, fake tears. Sure enough, she runs off and then she's like, oh, she's, she's such a fucking bitch. And I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> Who are you talking to other than us, the audience? Because there's no other fucker there. And then, of course, when people go and follow her, which is all part of the plan, then Olivia, you know, the tears soon dried up. I'm not sure I saw a single fucking tear, to be honest. But, you know, it's all dried up. And, and there's no, you know, choking up, you know, just speaking normally again. Utter, utter bullshit. So, yeah, I'm not particularly <laughs> Team Zara, but... You know, I've I, I definitely, you could see it coming a mile off. And the fact is, you know, Olivia, that manipulation was world class then. And, and the way she played everyone like a fucking fiddle. That, that's why I'm empathizing more with Zara. And you know, Chris, because you and I are both pretty laid back, but everyone has a line. And once you go past that, you know, the, the sort of red mist descends and then it takes you a bit to calm down and, and like, you know, logic goes out the window at that point. And so, yeah, Zara had lost it. And so she, she did. A, a lot of people will, will jump onto team Olivier, but no, for me, I, I'm empathizing more with Zara and Tom, he ain't got a fucking clue, has he, you know, <laughs> just like, what's happening? Well, I don't yeah. know. Uh, um but yeah that's how i saw it chris no it's interesting because i I don't i don't think you're wrong dave like i say i'm not a fan of you know how that was handled but i do agree with you i think zara was right to go out we did question yesterday is this all fake anyway so that's where i think i am at the moment it's like you've both got the screen time if this is fake and we go by what you know what i was saying yesterday then it's done the trick because it's all over socials straight away. People are going to be looking for these conversations between them both, aren't they? And I think it's just like, you know, like a couple of niceties on, you know, Instagram or whatever. They, they know each other from somewhere. But again, like you say, Tom, I mean, Harris, we'll talk about that. There's obviously a reason now, but Harris was not mentioned. And you did say on Disco, it's quite funny. Is Harris not here? What's going on? Because Olivia <laughs> said to Tom, like, you know, she one day she's saying Harris is her type and she's giving Harris like yeah. the chat and, and, and the sort of like giving him the sort of the green light to sort of try and, and see where they go. And, and, you know, is there something there? The next day, because of Zara, she's like, well, you're going to have to graph for me, Tom, aren't you? And I'm like, I don't get what the fuck's going on here at all. It's like, we, it's like we've lost three or four days of the edit. It's just wrong. So, yeah, it, it was good to watch because it's a bit of drama. We needed something, Dave. I don't think this is the end of it. They, they even said, didn't they? They had a bit of a truce later. Yeah. And Olivia's like, we're never going to be friends, are we? And I think Zara was ready to sort of bury the hatchet and say, well, actually... You know, let, let's just think what Olivia straight away, her dialogue is so fucking defensive in it. And you can just clearly see she doesn't like her. The only thing I'd say, Dave, and we've seen it in previous Love Islands, is it's how far this goes if this carries on. Because you know what I'm saying? If the B word comes in and all that, you know, that that does happen on Love Island, it's like, it, it, is it going to be that people go against them? Are we going to get like Mean Girls, you know, 2.0 or whatever? I don't know. But Olivia's done herself no favours and she's in this situation off her own back, unfortunately. And I think Zara's right to have a go. Let's see what happens, you know, but, tomorrow's... But well, like, I actually think, I, like I say, I'm more empathising with Zara's position, but I think Zara's lost 
already. Yes. Right. So because, uh, you know, you turn on the waterworks, you get out the troops all rallying behind you. She's an OG. Zara's lost. And you could yeah. tell from the dialogue of, of Rond. I mean, keep your fucking nose out of it, mate. Uh, Lara was getting involved as well. Everyone's kind of going at Zara there. If you get something coming down to a popular vote, Zara's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I think Olivia has been so manipulative and horrible about it, I, I, I think she's won that war. And, and yeah, it's a matter of time before Zara's gone. Yeah. But, but Chris, before we move off from it, I, I, one of the things I found really interesting, and, and I'm still thinking about it now. So like Olivia pulls Tom for a chat again. Tom could be fucking anyone. He could be the cleaner. It doesn't matter. She's pulled random bloke to wind up Zara. And Tom, like I say, he ain't got a fucking clue what's going on. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And, and then when Zara's quizzing it about it, it's like, well, what are you sorry for? Well, I don't know. I'm just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I think I... I the sort of person who uh, I will kind of by default, I'll apologize. You know, I, I, I don't really know what I've done there, but I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, it, it's one of those things where, you know, later in life now I'm thinking, oh, is that the right fucking way to do it? And I'm not talking about a fucking holiday romance like this lot, but just having lived life for a few years, I'm like, well, if you're in a longer term relationship, do you just train the other person that that you are always wrong? Is, is that just setting the boundaries? So I think you, you can be apologetic. You know, I'm sorry if I've hurt you, but but then you know, surely there has to be a follow up. And it's, sorry, what what was what what exactly was it that I did before again? And the reason I say that is because you see it here how manipulated he was he's saying sorry he hasn't actually fucking done anything wrong nothing wrong at all but olivia needs to get him to say those words you know what i mean i i just yeah, feel yeah. like it's not a bad thing to to be apologetic so you know if you've clumsily upset someone genuinely then then i think you should be apologetic but just longer term i i just I question my own approach to life a little bit there, Chris. So that's quite deep, that day, for an episode yeah. of Love Island. I'm impressed with that, actually. I'm very <laughs> impressed. I think um, what so we need to talk about this as well. So you mentioned, you know, I said about Harris, and you'd said that, where the hell's Harris? Well, it's came to light on social media and that, that he's actually been kicked off the island. Now, the, the saying... Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, I, I, allegedly, I yeah. confirmed yet. No, but there's apparently some stories online, and we'll let you find them, but... But they're saying that he has been voted off, so we'll, we're probably going to see that tonight. But the edit... No, I think he's been booted off, not voted Yeah, off. well, well, yeah. Okay, allegedly, Dave. <laughs> now, allegedly, you've got to throw that in there. But, allegedly, but, he may or may he, not be on tonight's episode. I, I, I wonder, <laughs> yeah. I wonder the timeline of this show. Was he even there? So when this thing happens with Olivia... Is this why she then switched her attentions to Tom? Because Harris was... I know we got a little bit of Harris in the episode, but there wasn't a lot. Is that because it's all out of sync and he'd actually gone at this point and that's why Olivia all of a sudden wanted Tom? Because 
as I just said before, the dialogue with Harris was she was going to make a go of it. It didn't make any sense why she would go back to Tom. So I, I don't know, Dave, but we'll, we'll obviously going to find that out as soon as we see the next episode. Yeah, I, it looked to me like the continuity of the episode. It looked like he reappeared later, didn't it? Yes. He was there yeah. When they all went to bed, he seemed to be there in the morning. So, but he was definitely nowhere to be seen. Now he could have just took himself off. You know, out of the fire, I'm fucking not going anywhere near that, and I'd have empathy for him there. Or, you know, maybe they're just playing around with the continuity in the edit. You know, it's it's hard to tell, isn't it? But I thought it was very weird that, you know, I mean, my my gut was saying that. To be honest, Olivia doesn't give a fuck about Tom, really. You know, she's just she wants to keep as many plates spinning as she can, and actually. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned about the the social media stuff between the interactions between Olivia and Zara, and I was saying yesterday that absolutely, you know, they are in cahoots. You know, they they know each other and they're just playing all of us. Well, maybe the the other theory is that that they're not necessarily in cahoots, but they've got an agreement that they'll sort of pretend that they don't know each other. Right, that, that's an easy, quick agreement that you can make, isn't it? You know, just yeah. just beforehand. But and, and, and there's little things that they say. So, like when Zara said, um, "Oh, what was it now?" It's not like I'm going to fly to South Africa just to piss you off. Well, that's yeah. a fucking weird thing to say to yeah. a stranger, isn't it? Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, and so <laughs> it, it's like. It's not obvious, but it. I think through some of the unintentional dialogue, they're making it quite obvious, you know. But but rather than being in cahoots, they just fucking don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> and in which case, that's the better of the two outcomes that I like. <laughs> <laughs> For the show, if it there is. is yeah. If there is previous beef that is going to flavour this drama, can't say Chris Moore for it. <laughs> yeah, me too, Dave, me too. And then <laughs> just moving on, that was the main thing. Moving on slightly, we did get Ron and uh, Lana shared a kiss, didn't they, Dave? So, it, you know, obviously Ron was picked by Tanyelle. It, it's absolutely nothing there at all. I know we said that, didn't we, the drama of Lana's last pick. But then he says, look, there's nothing there. I still feel the same about you. Next minute, she's like, let's just go for it. No one seems to pick up on the kiss, which is, you know, it's good for us as the audience. But yeah, I think they're going to recouple whoever gets to pick next, as long as Tanyelle's not in front. And I think, well, Tanyelle was talking to Kai once as well. We'll talk about that. But yeah, I, I think that's the, the first sign that these two that might actually have a proper connection, Dave. You reckon? <laughs> I just, don't honestly, ruin it. Don't I, ruin I do not trust what Ron says because he sort of changes what he says all the time. I think, you know, when he had the never have I ever game, and oh, the, you know, it comes out, it's like, Oh, who's dated a celebrity? You know, in other words, I want to tell everyone that I've fucking dated a celebrity. You know what I mean? Fuck off, get over yourself. But I can't remember the guy's name. What, what, what's the fella out of, um, uh, I'm a celebrity a guy who came second who uh, Lana had been dating. Fucking hell. Uh, 
I don't know. I know what he looks like because I watched I'm a Celebrity. Uh, he's on Works Hollywood. well on a podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know you were going to say that. Right? <laughs> Sorry, you, you normally have these this library of, of names that, that you can pull on. Not when I said, but, um, um, not a sense. So someone who, who is fucking borderline famous if you're a no mark celebrity but you know owen uh, owen warner that's his name there we go so, <laughs> sorry <laughs> good googling <laughs> yeah trying to be quiet with the keypad there Dave. it just came to me in a flash of brilliance <laughs> oh yeah just totally remembered um so it, it's almost as if that makes lana more desirable to yeah. ron you know yeah. what I mean? It, it's it's a weird thing. It's like before that, it's almost like, well, she's there, and I'll, I'll maybe you know check out these bombshells that come in. So I I don't know. I, I think I just don't trust him uh, to have a, a proper connection with Lana. I, I think his head's going to turn multiple times. But but yeah. I I do think he is. He is playing a tactical game, so he could like play up the. Oh, I've got such a good connection with you and whatever. But I just, I don't believe it because he's not very consistent in what he says. No, he isn't. To be fair, now Dave, we got dates, didn't we? The Aussies took uh, a couple of them on dates. So what did you think of that? I'm still not buying any of this Aussie fucking bullshit. I'll be honest with you, I'm not <laughs> any of it. None of it is washing with me with Jesse or Aaron. I don't believe any fucking bit of it. But anyway, what what? What were you thinking with them dates, Dave? I was thinking these minutes I will never get back in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking boring, weren't they? I mean, there's nothing there. I tell you what did happen though, Chris. I, I'd forgotten who Aaron was. But then I was watching after sort and they showed him when it because he had bleach blonde hair, didn't he, when he was yeah. in the, uh, Love Island, Australia. And it was like, oh, that scene next Tuesday. So he was an absolute bellend, wasn't he? I mean, just a, a nasty piece of work. He ended up, he was coupled up with the, the blonde girl, but just, you know, one of those people who just, he'll, he'll claim it's funny and making a joke, but just someone who like has little tiny snipes at you and like puts you down and stuff. So, so I think he might be good for the drama, but yeah, I remembered he's he's a total dick. And so you could see a little bit of that as well from the date with Olivia. And Olivia's just again, she's just fucking constantly fishing for comments. I mean, what was he said the other night? Do you do you think do you think I'm funny? <laughs> it's like <laughs> who fucking says that? Um so yeah, there, there was nothing there. And then there's stuff with Jesse and Will. I mean, I, I I can't help but feel like there's nothing actually there. Like, she's decided to take him on the date because he's friendly and she probably thinks like he's like a lost puppy. No one else wants him. I, I just don't see anything romantic with Will and Jesse. But I think he thinks he's, he's all in there. But, I mean, that's just how I saw it. What about you, Chris? Oh, exactly the same, Dave. He's <laughs> just... I just can't take any of this seriously. I think they've come in too soon into the show. Like I say, the question marks geographically, if we go with all the other contestants, we pretty much know that they're going to basically split up. There's probably like a 5% chance that one couple will stay together at the end of this. So 95% of them are going nowhere. If you get with someone who lives, what, 10,000, 12,000 miles away, however far Australia is in the UK, 
what is going on there, Dave? There's no way you are, unless you fall absolutely madly in love and none of these people are going to do that because the only people they fucking love are themselves on these fucking shows, Dave. So there's no way I'm buying any of this shit. The only thing I'm hoping for is they create a load of drama and I think they've picked Aaron Potential. He's got the potential to be a bit of a bell end, but Jessie's just too nice. She was nice on the Australian one day once. She's not going to come in and start ruffling yeah. feathers. I just cannot see it. If... If she makes a connection with someone who's in a relationship, it'll happen organically, but she's not going to go and muscle in there. Aaron might, but she's definitely not. So I just think it's just not, I'm just not interested in what they're selling at the moment. I'm really not. You know, it's just occurred to me as well. Like we praised Will yesterday because, you know, they come in and Will's the one who's saying, well, hang about, are they really going to move over here? And then she's like, Will, do you want to go on a date? Fucking right, I do. Yeah, of course you do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck right off oh, reality. I oh, by the, way, <laughs> by the way, Mr. Stats, uh, fact check, Mr. fucking uh, Dave Horrocks, you know, he never <laughs> checks his facts, do you, David? But uh, he, he kept saying that on Instagram. He had a million followers, but I think he's been corrected that it's a million followers, 1.4, is it now, on TikTok, so uh, I just thought I'd point that out, Dave, you know, because it was mentioned. So I, I was correctly called out. I said Instagram and, you know, he's actually got a million followers on on TikTok. I mean, it it did have a question. It brought up a question in my mind. Is it is it like currency? Is it like a million followers on Instagram does not equal a million followers on TikTok? So it's more like, you know, uh, comparing US dollars to Mexican pesos or something like that. There's <laughs> a million followers, not a million followers, like regardless of the platform. Well, I'd say probably a million followers on TikTok is probably more than Instagram now. I don't know what the financial gain is to it. I mean, you might get more on Instagram, but Dave, you got it I, wrong. I no don't idea. try and get out of I, it. No, no, I, 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 I absolutely I'm... accept that. But I, I just, I don't know. Is it, is it worth more to have them on Instagram or TikTok? Well, me and you are running at a couple of hundred at best, Dave, so I don't think we're the right <laughs> people Facebook. to speak we're about. We're on the Facebook, you know, the, yeah, the proper... Yeah. <laughs> the old Duffers fucking platform, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, which my kids always tell me, it's like only old people use Facebook. Well, <laughs> How dare you? I ne never have I ever been so insulted <laughs> than the fucking other never have I ever question. Like, oh, have you ever been with anyone over 30? Well, fuck you, you little... Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That never have I ever game. How fucking childish are the game? It's pathetic. Well, how it's fucking just... unoriginal make up. No. You, you know what I mean? Twats. Yeah, you, you, I completely agree. It's like, who gives a fuck? You might as well get a fucking bottle out and play spin the bottle. I've got more of fucking enjoyment out watching that than this fucking shit. It's like, you know, we're not 13 years old. Have what is it? Uh, have you ever had yeah, a threesome? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a threesome? No. Have you ever? And some of the questions, I was like, oh, fucking hell, please. You know, just it's like, don't it's embarrass the yourself. brag stuff, though, isn't it? Oh, it's like, uh, has anyone, I, I never have I ever had sex outside. Oh, I'm going to drink myself because I'm so dangerous. And then, but, then, <laughs> but then Zara was being big-headed once because she went, never have I ever uh, gone out with a celebrity. And yeah. Big celebrities. Like... He said, no, she was just a celebrity. <laughs> it was a 
big celebrity name. And yeah, I also yeah. kissed Usain Bolt. And so one of the lads said, well, was you, I bet he was pretty quick though, one year or something. I was just like, <laughs> why would you even say that? And then Lana, that's what Lana said about Owen Dinch, your boyfriend, type, you know, an excellent. But it's like, it just shows the fucking depths of these people. They're just absolute fucking hangers on, hoping they're going to get some yeah. sort of career out of it. Who gives a fuck whether you've given fucking, you know, you, no, I'm not saying saying that, whether you've fucking gone out with someone who's a celebrity or not. Nobody cares. You're not with them now. It's like the fucking right up on them when one of them said, was it Olivia? Uh, yeah, I spoke to Jason Statham about life once for 10 minutes. Well, I'm sure in Jason Statham's fucking biography, autobiography, <laughs> he mentions the fact that he spoke to a fucking there'll background a, artist be a whole for 10 minutes. chapter. <laughs> about this fucking brunette who looked like Michelle Keegan. And they had a real thing, and it changed his life, Dave, this 10-minute conversation. You have them 10-minute fucking conversations, <laughs> and you go and buy a fucking paper at the fucking newsagents. What a load of shit, honestly. So, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, Zara, please don't say anymore. You're just ruining it for yourself. It just seems so stuck up her own ass sort of thing. I was like, no, don't do it. Please don't do it. It, does, it just, everyone watching, it must be cringe city, because my toes were fucking curly, and I was like, oh, please be quiet. This is terrible. Yeah, and and it's the fact that, like, say they they just they seem to lack originality. You know, it's yeah. just every season it's the fucking same thing. Chris, I'm convinced this this is why we die off because you get older, you've seen it all, you're just fucking grumpy about it. <laughs> you're just like, Fuck the lot here, the same stupid flirty dialogue. It's just bollocks. You don't really fucking care, do you? No, no. We're still watching it, though. Well, you've got no choice because of me, have you? Because yeah. I'm fucking dragging you on this. But Dave, we've had some emails, haven't we, my friend? So we've had some emails start of the show, and we've got a voicemail as well. So the first email's from our friend Jason, and he's a regular emailer in, shall we say. So Thanks, uh, Jason. It said, disappointing bombshells. Hey, guys, another year, another Love Island UK. However, if I'm being honest, there's just something off about this cast. Like, they're all just so cautious and aware of how the game is played. None of them mm. wants to be voted off or leaving the villa, and they all feel uh, they feel a desperation. Starting with Ron and David, who just left and going all the way to Tanyel. As for the bombshells, uh, I really am at a lost... <laughs> as to why they brought in these two has-beens from Australian Love Island. <laughs> and that's on top of David, who didn't do anything, and Tom, who is sort of snor of a snorefest, even though he looks good. I'm just wondering why there's no one in the villa that I find enjoyable after one week. Aren't there plenty of hot young singles in England or he'll just or just L London alone that applied to get in the villa? Olivia annoys me, and I can tell in the real world she's rude, and a word that rhymes with Mitch. That's quite apt for Mitch and Tina. The way she keeps going after Zara is just pathetic. I hope the season improves, but so far it's not living up to the first winter series or any of the past series. There's no personalities in there that I find interesting at all. And I think it's pretty much what we think. Jason's not far off what we said. A lot of people have been saying online, Dave, as well, aren't they? It's just, it, there's something just missing at the moment. It needs that spark. I'm still in it. You know, I'm still watching it and any snippet of drama. But yeah, it's just not been up there just yet, has it? Yeah, we need something, don't we? And I don't know about rhyming with Mitch, but uh, possibly James Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, my lover. Yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> the next one's <laughs> from Nicola. He says, hi, Chris and Dave. Love your podcast. I wanted to agree with you about the recoupling the other night. Something was off about it. I think the production asked each one individually who they were going to recouple with. Why? I think that is that they thought would be it would be... 
Why I think that is, is they, they thought Will would be voted off. Oh, right. There are way too many T's in that. Yeah, there sentence. is. Sorry. Sorry, Nick. But <laughs> why I think that is, they this thought is Will would all, be voted off. I was like, oh my God. I know that I haven't got my glasses on, which is a problem now that I have to wear glasses for this sort of thing. There was a Dave. particular. All right, thanks, Dave. Still, you, still, still younger than you. But anyway, there was a particular order in which each girl voted, leaving Lana to last. They knew she would go for Will. Will has a big fan base outside the villa. And they need him to stay in as long as possible. I do like Will. He's one of a kind, different, not a poser. Keep up the good word, Nicola. So thank you for that tongue twister, Nicola. I put a great email again, Dave. <laughs> no, that's great. And the, the problem is, like you say, with people coming out of the villa now and speaking more openly about it, some of the mystique has, has disappeared. I think it was Shauna who I saw an interview with her and she was saying, well, you know, we do speak to the producers and that, and so they know, you know, who we're going to pick beforehand. So, yeah. you know, you can see through the bullshit when they're all like, oh, I really don't know who I'm going to pick until I'm up there. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they, they do intentionally put them in the order to maximize the drama a lot of the time, not a hundred percent of the time, but, but most of the time they do. Mm. That's true, Dave. And we've had a great email from Anna. This is a slightly different perspective, but a really good one. But have Zara and Tom forgotten they're being filmed? It's me again, just chipping in with my two, Bob. Has Zara forgotten she's being filmed? It's been two days and she's acting very possessive. It makes me wonder what she'd be like two weeks into a relationship. If she, she was a man, I would be frightened by his behaviour. Also, I find it funny to hear that all of Tom's family judge everyone at face value and that rather than introducing girls to his family, he sends mugshots and they get looks-based thumbs up or sack her off. Cry. Fucking hell, didn't cry? That's terrible. Tom and Zara are clearly made for each other, but if they end up in a relationship, I give it two weeks before he's tied up in a cupboard and able to speak to anyone without a chaperone. <laughs> Great work, guys, Anna. <laughs> Great email. <laughs> so I, I, and I absolutely see why Anna's saying that, but I just feel like this isn't about Tom. I, I said before, like the the way Olivia had been goading her for a few days, I think it was just a blow up of that. Tom could have been anyone. It's not about yeah. Tom. It's about yeah. the relationship between Olivia and Zara. So. I mean, it, like I said, she had lost it, so she'd lost that battle. To be fair, um, yeah. I don't. I, I think she should. Uh, it depends. I I think she'll be gone pretty soon. But if she does yeah. stick around, I'm sure she'll calm down a bit more. No, I agree. Now, Dave, we've had a voicemail. Which uh, are you going to share for us? Aren't you, my friend? Yep, and this one is from Ed. Afternoon, gents. I'm just catching up with uh, Love Island. Um... The unseen bits on Sunday afternoon. Um, I, I've got a feeling the producers really want to keep Will in, as you were sort of saying about him having a big sort of social media following. And I think that's partly why they chose Tanyelle to pick Tanyelle, who is the worst, by the way, um, to pick before Lana. Because I feel like if Lana had picked Ron first, then Tanyelle might not have um, picked Will when it was down to the last two. Uh, other than that, um, Olivia for the win. Obviously, you can do miles better than Harris. Uh, yeah, Harris is, is just the absolute worst. Um, reminds me of that boy from the last season. Probably should have been kicked off the show already. Um, 
yeah, not much to say about the boys. Shaq seems pretty sound. Um, but other than that, yeah, keep up the good work. Um, let me know how I return the Reality Radar um, T-shirt that I bought, though, because um, after some of Chris's shouts already um, this season, I might have to return it. Okay, keep up the good work, and uh, good to have you back. See you later. Oh, Great message from Ed there. Fucking dare, Ed. <laughs> Them shirts are non-refundable, Ed. And I take that offensively. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 very good Dave and again that's a different perspective in it so Harry's you know straight away he's gone after Harry's had him more than Olivia and then Ed's a bit of a Olivia fan so everyone's all over the place with these people Dave it's brilliant now I think we were just a day behind though so I think maybe it's a big on Sunday yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah it might, might be a little bit out of sync there but uh, so, so Olivia hadn't blown up and I think uh, this was after the um the blow up from Harris, I think, and Shaq yeah. on Friday yeah. night. No, fair enough. But massive thank you to everyone who's messaged in. Ed, great voicemail, mate. Really, really enjoyed that. And he did that. If you do want to actually send a voicemail in, we do our podcast is hosted on Anchor. So if you've got the Anchor app, you can actually leave a voicemail for us and we'll uh, play it back to you. To you, to us, you know, as long as he's not too offensive. And if people want to give Dave abuse, I'm happy to speak, you know, sort of uh, put that up there, guys, because it always seems to be me, Dave, who gets the abuse. <laughs> yeah, well, I was called out on the fact checking. <laughs> yeah, but that's by me. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you do want to email us, guys, cdrealitycast.gmail.com uh, at so. At social media, on social media, at CD Reality Cast. Please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We're only a couple of 400 now, so please get over there, guys, if you can. And we've got people joining every day, so literally, hopefully, we may have hit it by the next episode. So thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, and if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So today's roll call of honour is... Cassie, Megan, Kate, Annabeth, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Looking at the Green, and Kenga Starson. So thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate it. And Dave, whatever happens, I love chatting to you about this fucking nonsense, mate. And when it's fucking rubbish, we usually go even harder on the show. So really good stuff. <laughs> we certainly do. Now, Chris, were we going to talk about our other little venture? We were, Dave. <laughs> yes, we were, Dave. So the one that you said to me, leave this, leave this to me, Dave. Stop. <laughs> Sit down. Uh, uh, no, just it's, leave it's it in hand. Me. I've already started the prep work. <laughs> so, so, do we want to speak about that later? Then, not today. Uh, Let's talk about it now, Dave. No, let's talk about it now. You've put me on the fucking spot now. Uh, you know, I, I know you're Mr. Preparation, but I have got everything down. I've got to do it this afternoon, but I've got everything ready to do it. However, yeah, so anybody who is a patron, you know, we really appreciate all your support. Me and Dave are going to throw a message over to you to wish you a happy birthday and thank you for all your support. It's up to yourself whether you want us to do that. And also if you want us to give you some stick as well, if we want a nice, lovely message, we can do that. But we're more than happy to throw anything your way because we do appreciate, guys. Honestly, it's so good. Like, there's so many people support the show and it's excellent stuff. So, yeah, you get in touch how you want us to do this. But uh, for, for the time being, if you want in, give us a shout if you're a Patreon. If not, then don't worry about it. It's not a problem at all. Awesome. All right, mate. Well, thank you very much for that. And thanks to everyone out there for listening, for supporting us. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.